What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? This is the Voices of the Black and Gold. I'm sitting here incognito today because a lot of you let me know that you did not like what I had to tweet about after the CCL final. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, it did not go our way. Not at all. This is not going to be your normal Voices of the Black and Gold podcast. We have a lot of people coming through. This is going to be a little bit more set up like our spaces. Everybody's going to have their chance to speak their mind, talk their truth, and it is what it is. I have no opinion about how you feel. You should have no opinion on how I feel, right? I'm going to feel different from Eric, Celso, Al, Ivan, whomever else comes through here. But this is the point of what Voices of the Black and Gold is, my friends. It's all of us have came together to talk and love this club and speak our mind and tell it how we see it. And that's what we're going to do here today. Right. That came off a little preaching, but I'm not trying to. I'm just telling you how it's going to be. It's going to be a little different. And this is how we're going to roll. Uh, it was a wild game, man. It wasn't anything that I enjoyed. Um, <laughs> to be fair, we all said CCL or bust. And then I, I, right after the game, I tweeted, well, now we got to look to Lee's Cup, MLS Cup and CCL. Why? Because there's a fucking lot of games, man. And we ain't got the luxury of sitting back and bitching and crying and complaining. We just got to get the fuck on and go, right? We have a game Wednesday. We have a game Saturday. So for the rest of this month, we're going to have two games a week. So what we're going to do is just keep on licking our wounds and talk about what we should have done and how we should have played. It ain't going to work that way, right? We cannot win that way. We have to move on. CCL sucked. We should have done better. We got a little out coached from what everybody is saying on spaces yesterday. I thought it was a little harsh, but it is what it is. 
maybe Dolo shouldn't have played the first team on the Lee's game, played the first team for the Open Cup, ready for the CCL. All this is arguments, and I'm here for it. I'm all here for it, right? And we got a lot of friends going to join us and talk about it. As usual, I'm going to have Eric and Celso here with me. Mr. Gaston is going to come on here. Up, oh, I see him in there now. Mr. Gaston's in here. Like I said, we're going to have Mr. Al come through. We're going to have Ivan in here. Uh, we got Mr. Clipper coming through. I mean, we got we got people coming through. The whole and family. I just am ready to hear what people have to say, man. And one of the people that was very boisterous and loud through this whole thing after it was my man, Eric. Eric, you were devastated. Hey. You were pissed. You've been tweeting today, man. Let me hear what you got, brother. You know, it, it was just, uh, and, and with what we were saying, of course we move on, you know, and we have to remember we are in a stretch now. That was the first game of six games within 17 days. So it's, there's no rest at all. They just have to pick it up and turn it around. We have the task that's ahead of us now, but you know, at the same time, you know, Hey, we're here every week as a podcast and part of the show is going back and looking at what happened and diagnosing like where exactly these dominoes fell that at the time we didn't see it as much, but hindsight is always 2020. So we can kind of analyze what happened and how we got here. And so okay. for me, I mean, I, we, we could talk for five hours about all of this, but kind of, you know, one thing with me, the 30,000 foot view is that I think MLS is still incredibly naive when it comes to dealing with Liga MX what Liga MX is, what their culture is, what their fan base is. It's so ingrained more into their society. It's like, it's their number one, you know? So the passion we're going to get is just going to be all out. And we're trying to build that here with our game, but we just, you know, we're, we're very innocent. You know, we're kind of the cute Americans into the sport. When the rest of the world looks at it, they're like, Oh, look at the cute Americans pretending they're soccer fans, you know? And last night to me a lot, whether it was in the stands, whether it was, how the opposing team really, uh, you know, I sit more in the South end. So we were completely surrounded by Leon fans, a lot of the game, you know, and um, this is a whole other aspect of it. That's very hard for us to deal with and come to terms with uh, as far as the team and the tactics, you know, we have the completely idiotic Tillman quote now that came back about them not using tactics, which was completely disrespectful and completely not true, you know, and, Another thing, too, is looking at games with the seriousness. You don't give this bulletin board material. This is a final, you know, and we always talk about how finals are intensity. And, you know, you don't make light of it. These things are very serious, and they're taken very serious. And how the Leon players, how serious they took this final and they took this opportunity, it was not another game to them. And I think a lot of the, the lead-up to this, like, it looked like another game to us. I know our boys fought. I know all that, but, you know, we have we we deserved to lose this match. Nowhere did we deserve to win this trophy, and it's something now we have two trophy losses, and we're going to move forward. It may be it may be a decade before we get an opportunity to play in this final again, and that's just how the sport works. You know, you win some and you lose some, and uh, yeah, man, it was a really rough day. I had a it was other than that the tailgate was epic. Hanging out with our with the fans was epic. As always, you know, it's like. It's about, it's about the badge, you know, I've, I've been wearing this badge proudly. I know our boys are going to fight, you know, I hope it was a humbling experience. I hope Torundolo and the young hope, the young coaching staff are humbled by this as well. And we move forward. Very long rant on this, but, but uh, that, that's what nope. I got. That's okay, brother. Everybody's getting their turn. So, so. 
Yeah, win and lose some, right? That's what I got from what you said there, Eric. And uh, you just want to be a part of this conversation year in, year out. You want to be a model franchise and not be caught up in the moment. The moment has passed and your actions, like you said, that led to this moment have long gone. You know, the decisions that were made earlier in the season, the lack of continuity with last year's roster. There's quite a lot of things we can point out, right? And, and you're right. I think Major League Soccer isn't at a, at a disadvantage in certain ways. But here, I don't know if it applied so much. LAFC was playing at home against a team that is finishing, what, seventh in their league? So it's not like we were playing the cream of the crop of Liga MX at their peak. They were just better prepared at this moment and presently did very good did a very good job throughout this whole tournament, knocking out very good opponents. So, but you know, the major thing that I want to point it out here is that it's going to be okay, right? It is a lot about what do you go, where do you go from here? And suddenly you see how fragile the strategy was because you put so much into this one box that you took your eye off some others, right? And suddenly we lost an opportunity to our rival at home, right? to just basically knock that ticket out already for next year's CCL. It should always be the goal. I need to get into the CCL. That should always be the goal. How you get there, we don't know, right? So you're absolutely right, Nick. Now we look for the other opportunities. Think about the fact that you're probably not going to get a supporter shield given how the East is structured and the fact that Cincinnati's running with it in a very easy, let's be honest, easy East. You still have to deal with Jim Curtin, by the way. And then suddenly in the West... You have players that are a little bit ahead of it, but I think LASC can still maintain good position in the conference to go into the MLS Cup, and then it really is about all about that one tournament, right? And making a run and not dying again on a final, on a semifinal, which is, to be very honest, the story of this franchise over the last five years. You know, there's very, very few times where LFC came through to bring in higher hardware, hardware that counted in the elimination game. So I'll keep it at that. I want to hear what people say, you know, feel versus facts. I'll leave you guys with that. What you're feeling may not be the facts and the facts may not be helpful to, you know, queeze your feelings. So understand that there's always those two parameters. I called Nick last night and it was a lot of feeling, <laughs> right, Nick? Today, okay, I, when I woke I up, it. I put my head in and I started in the beginning and I'm like, Holy shit, Leon fans showed up and did a very, very good job. They put up a party, man. But I will tell you this. When I saw buses from San Diego, caravans of buses from San Diego in the parking lot that I park every day, I'm like, uh-oh, we're in trouble. And that's mm. what I say. Gaston, what's up, man? Well, what's up, guys? Um, I'm, I'm, got, I, I, I can't honestly speak from, from facts today. Um, I'm just going to speak from my feelings. And honestly, I'm, I'm really disappointed, not, not with the loss itself, because I always said that Lyon were the favorites. Uh, Liga MX has, uh, has dominated CONCACAF for, for almost its entire life. Um, so... Uh, we, we could expect to lose, just not uh, in this way. Um, we were outplayed uh, in, in both games, uh, tactically, mentally, uh, in the stands. Honestly, yesterday um, on, on, on the TV, I didn't feel like we were uh, playing a final. Um, 
you you just couldn't feel that energy from the stands, from the players, from the coaching staff. Uh, we know that that Dolo is always a very calm guy, but come on, bro, you're losing a Champions League final. You cannot be sat with your arms like this watching the game. Uh, that's that's not the attitude. You could see Larcamon, the the Lyon's coach, uh, who was yelling at the ref and and was leaving the the game. Um, and, and they showed uh, that they wanted to win more than us. Uh, they are um, they are the the just uh, champions. They deserve to to represent Concacaf in the in the Club World Cup. I wish them the best because they showed that they are a great team. And uh, now here comes a, a a crucial moment for us in this season. Because maybe this is a a bigger blow that than than we want it to be. Um, I don't think that uh, we will recover uh, soon. I think that this is gonna hurt. Because um, it's normal. It's normal uh, when 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 you lose a final that you've been uh, wanting to to play this much and you don't perform like you should. Um, it's not. Uh, solved in, in in one day in one week not even in one month maybe not even in the in the whole season um i hope that um our players uh show up because uh, they have the quality of course we've we've seen it we've seen how good this team can be um but but it's that 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 mental part that i don't I honestly cannot tell how much is gonna affect us. Um, it it personally hit me a lot yesterday because um, I was really sad when it was like the 60th minute of the game, and and I tweeted, honestly, we ain't winning this game. I can't see how we're gonna win. You could tell from 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 then, there was no no chance. We we didn't have a, a shot. Um, Leon was by far the best team and, and and that's what what made me what made me really sad because uh, you always want to have that hope for that last minute goal like we scored in in the MLS Cup final but you just couldn't feel it you, it wasn't going to happen it wasn't uh, meant to be uh, yeah. Murillo had one chance to score in the 95th minute or something like that mm-hmm. it went over the the post uh, it it wasn't our Champions League, and it no. sucks. Cause uh, honestly, before the finals, I thought it would it would be, cause uh, we we beat Philadelphia, who is a incredibly tough opponent. Uh, we we went to to Costa Rica and we showed how good uh, we can be. <sighs> but I I mean, looking uh, on on the bright side, it's two Champions League finals in our history. In our Champions League finals in six years. It's the yeah, first man. time that an MLS club has been there twice already it, to the final, which is a big, and, it, and, it's and a big award. Man, it's it and is big, it is, and I, I don't I don't think that that the being a runner up is a failure, but the way of 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 losing this one hurt more because against against Tigres. Uh, it was um, two two mistakes, one from from Bermir, the other one from Ginella. You you lo- you you lost. But in this one, it wasn't two individual mistakes. It was 
a whole mess. Failure. Yeah, it was. Uh, and and we have a better team than we did. Can't pinpoint one person, we, we yeah, right? No, of course, of course, so, uh, it was. I do want to say this to everybody mess. too, and I forgot to I forgot to mention this, and this is off of the subject. Anyone that speaks Spanish in here, and you want to listen to someone break some stuff down in Spanish, make sure you go to Dolly Dolly Black and Gold. Our man Gaston is now part of Dolly Black yeah. and Gold. He's been holding it down for them over there, and I should have introduced him as part of that podcast. So I do apologize for that disrespect right there, Gaston. But yeah, man, our man you. Gaston Thanks is so on is on is on the Dolly Black and Gold podcast, speaking Spanish, breaking it down. It's a very good thing. Uh, just wanted to make sure I shot that out there for my guy right here Thanks, because he's man. a great dude. Um, and, and, and of course, you see the way that he speaks about this club, nothing but passion and love for this club. And so, yeah, Spanish, you want to listen to it, please make sure y'all go check that out if you don't already. Um, Gaston has one of my, one of my favorite uh, quotes, which is about derbies that applies to finals. Gaston, you, you know what I'm talking about? Of course, uh, of course I do. You you don't play derbies, you win them. That's <laughs> right. And, and you, you, should, <laughs> you should not play finals. You should win them. But that's right. And and you know, we, we we saw last night there was one team one team that was playing to win a final, and there was another team that was just playing in a final, and that you know. Yeah. Um. All right. I'm gonna bring in Al. He's been waiting back there patiently. Um. I want to see hear what Al says. You know, we know that um. Al has always been a real passionate LAFC fan. He loves to speak his mind. Sometimes it isn't on the same level as what we think, or it might be. I noticed that uh, Al lately. You know, he he, minding his. Ideas line up a little bit more these days of what LAFC wants because you start to learn the people that are real passionate about this club and what they want from it. And you start to see that minds start thinking alike. And so I'm really interested to see what Al thinks about this particular game. What's going to bring you, man? Al, what's going on, Al, man? What's up, you guys? Thank you for having me on. Appreciate it. Man, first of all, thank you for coming. We've been trying to get you on here for a while, so I appreciate you coming on here. I know you got a uh, Angel City uh, FC match that you're going to get to after this, but let, let's hear what you thought about the CCL and, and LAFC. Well, I think uh, Celso said it correctly about not being a prisoner of the moment sort of thing. You have to look at the the whole the whole gambit of everything. And Gaston's right. You know, you win derbies. You know, you don't play them. You win championships. You don't you don't play them. But for me, um, I'm looking from a different perspective because last Monday I flew out to Leon. Got there late at night. Then on Tuesday, I went to the I went to the orphanage with Goblo Diplomatic. And we raised everyone that raised a lot of funds. 30 kids there. Everyone got a pair of shoes. They got LAFC gear. They got other supplies and stuff. So we gave them a talk. We had a taco party with them. Ate tacos with them. The kids were super happy and grateful. And it just felt good that we were able to give a little back and do something more than just, you know, on the field. And then uh, afterwards, we played uh, we played against their 15 and 17 year olds 4v4 game. I even got in there a little bit and uh, got some goals scored to me and even made a couple saves. So it was fun. And That's so uh, that, that, that to me was just amazing there. And then, uh, then, you know, the games on Wednesday, uh, the WhatsApp group, everyone was, everyone's chatting, giving out ideas, places to go. Uh, we had dinner Tuesday night at a karaoke spot and everyone, everyone's eating together. Everyone's drinking. Everyone's having a good time. I made so many friends and uh, you know, the game, you know, we we're all on our buses. We're all hyped to get there. And we're walking the stadium, we're chilling, people are handing balls of tequila as we're marching into the stadium, and we're all just chugging it down, getting in there. And we get in there, they're selling us tortas, we're getting some nevas, I had a nice little mango, a lotto. And, you know, we're waiting for the game, and just 
it was just so much passion and support and a fierceness that like you can feel in the stadium there, especially with their supporters mm-hmm. with their their pyro going off and all their their flags and cheering the way they're going Leon Leon, and then of course the people up in the suites are, are you know screaming at us, and then you know a couple of beers been thrown back and forth when goals are scored, especially when our our thing. So it was just that was amazing. Instead of going back on the buses. If we had won, I wouldn't have done this. But since we lost and my hotel was kind of just close to the stadium, I dipped off by myself and I walked through the crowd of Leon fans. And uh, and I was just getting high fives. I just said, buen partido, buen partido, high fives. People wanted to take photos with me and I took photos with them. And so it was just, it was generally natured. Like uh, I had, I couldn't have had a greater time. And then I had two more days that I spent in Leon. I went to some music places. I went by myself, people spinning records. You know, I saw some, uh, quite a, a mixed crowd that you I don't know say what people think of Mexico, but you know this not necessarily a touristy city. So they're spinning spinning some DJs, uh, 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 Sol Libre and Fresco from LAFC were spinning there, and uh, there was only uh, no no other LAFC fans were there because everyone's kind of already flying back home, and just you no know, hipsters and locals and young and old and some gay people in there too. I feel like as well like some and just felt like this was this most eclectic group of young people, and just having a good time living their lives. And I felt. I felt at home and at ease there. And it was one of the, the cool, one of the cool experiences that was separate from football and anything else. And the reason why I love traveling. So, yeah. So then I, you know, I got there, I got, I stayed till Friday night. I didn't leave till Saturday. I didn't get back till 1 a.m. on the Sunday, Sunday morning, Saturday night, you know? So it's just this whirlwind. I fall asleep, wake up around noon, get to the tailgate, get some tacos from the offsiders and Netflix. And again, you know, get in the stadium and, 3252 was loud. I know, uh, Eric, you said you had a little bit of a different experience because you had, uh, you know, some little more Leon fans around you. Tailgate, I'm taking photos with Leon fans. And um, and so just this overall experience of traveling to a city that I probably would never have traveled to, meeting people that I would never have met, and all because LAFC has made this incredible run to the finals. So while I'm greatly disappointed that we didn't win, and I'll talk a little bit, I'll talk a little bit about the game itself, but it's just this whole experience. I couldn't. I'm disappointed greatly in the loss, but I couldn't be more proud and happy to be an LAFC fan right now with what I just experienced. It's this total whirlwind, and I've told Eric before. Like I haven't really. I'm still decompressing everything that happened right now. Like it's just this whole past week was just. I don't want to say it was a blur, but it just went by, and I was almost like every time was in slow motion, and it was just this amazing, beautiful thing, and it's all because of this game of football and. And I got to practice my Spanish, you know, no puedo hablar muy bueno, pero entiendo un poco. And I could understand everybody. And I can say that I did not try to use English at all on my trip, which I was happy with. And it was just, uh, man, just, a, just such a so great time. So would you say so that important. getting there maybe and, and obviously getting to the final maybe is more than actually winning the thing? So next no, not year, at all. as long as we're there, right, as long as we're constantly in this game, well, no, no, no. I mean, we have to, we want to win it. Just getting there isn't enough. I mean, it does speak to us, you know, in two years getting there and going there. There's an expectations that we have for the players and they have themselves. So just to say, oh, I'm just happy to be there. That, that would be a little different of what I'm kind of to say here on that one. Like, no, like we, 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 we expected to win it. We were going for it. We thought we should win it. And um, but I don't think that is as we were out dominated as as we as people say, because at first the second goal was a handball. That's just an unlucky header on a corner kick. That's a handball. It's a penalty kick. It is what it is. But then we, uh, they had their most chances were in that game at home. But McCarthy saved us. But the second game, like I finally just looked at the stats right now, was we had 14 to 7 shots, uh, three shots on target, two shots on target. And there was too much smoke for me to see the Buenga miss. So I couldn't see that in the opening <laughs> game from the north end. So I mean, really, like, we had some possession. issue. Jeez. 
Yeah, right. We had 56 possession. We had 431 passes. They're 349, 349. And we had 74% passing accuracy. They had 69% in yesterday's game. So yesterday's game was just really, these are two defensive teams that were really relying on defense. And usually when I've seen LAFC this season, I'm like, oh, it's not going well. We kind of expect them to just out of nowhere do a one, two, three and get a goal. And that just didn't happen for us, sadly, yesterday. And I, I expected to come. And it was still kind of just like, man, come on, we got to get something going here. But it was just two defensive teams. And yeah. unfortunately, they had the moments that they finished and they got their win deservedly. So I don't, Yo, I don't I see mean, it just, as you mentioned the, the stats real quick. Just what I just wanted to mention real quick is the fact that, yes, the, it was balanced. You're absolutely right. But understand the mentality of the Leon player. Once they scored that early goal, there was absolutely no reason to come out or to, to attack LAFC. So they're masked into the mentality of what that game meant. If it was... If it was an open play game, right, where Leon needed to go throughout 90 minutes, I think the stats would have shown a little bit of a different story. I'm not sure. But anyways, go ahead. No, yeah. No, I mean, that's, I mean, that's, that's, you know, that's the nature of the game. But they did hunker right. down. I know people are saying all the formation. But really, we had three in the back. But we're pushing. So we're doing three, four, three. We're at, we're literally going for it by putting our wingers up to try to get, to open up the space and get the passes. And just, they hunkered down. We just didn't get the shots on goal. So from the football wise, we just, we couldn't get the goals in, which I think will give us a chance. It'll, it'll benefit us later in this postseason, I feel. Right. So Al, let me ask you. So at the beginning of the year, we have five trophies, five silverware to be able to be won. What was your prediction on that, man? Did you, did you see us winning all five or what did you have us winning at the end of this year? Well, unrealistically, I was optimistic like you saying we're going for the mom or to get for the all mom. of it. <laughs> uh, you know, I really I still CCL, think we could have Al. <laughs> I know CCL was the priority for me. I think winning okay. that, not necessarily going to the World Cup, the, the club World Cup, but just to be the champions of North America again. We're, we're second place in all of North America. So all these, mm. uh, all these other MLS fans coming at people online laughing at us like, are you kidding me? Your team wouldn't even not even sniffing close to the where we're at right now. So okay. you know, it's just laughable. It's like, all right, you can try to kick us when we're down, but you know what? We're not down. We're just disappointed. We didn't win. We're still at the top of the league right now. So, right. you know, our play is good. Our, uh, I think, you know, uh, Gaston, you said, or no, you said with, a, you know, Jolo on his side, I'm that's kind of more of my coaching style too. It's his German pragmatism. Anything that he can do then, he, he's done it in practice. He, he trusts in his players. He gives them the opportunity, which I think most players would appreciate. So I don't, I like it. I like, I think, his calmness is good. Now, that's where at halftime he can say, that's where he can say some words is, hey, you know, like, yeah, you can feed off my calmness, but now we need to be a little more direct and just kind of go for it and uh, be less tactical, sure. be a little more passionate, you know, take on those 1v1s, Tillman. Ah, <laughs> passionate. I don't know if we can ask Mr. Chilona to be passionate, but I agree with you. Can I say, can I say passionate? You've seen a lot of passion from the Leon fans and, I mean, from the Leon uh, players, and I will say, we were chasing the whole time. I didn't see much passion coming from our guys. It's just the truth. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but there wasn't a ton of passion for these two games that we have. Heck, to be fair, even the Open Cup, we haven't seen passion in a while. We need it back, guys. You know what I mean? We need it back on the first team. We need them. I mean, we've seen it from Bawanga on his last goal. That was passion. But we didn't see much passion from Vela running around yesterday, guys. We really didn't. I, I, we I think really we didn't. Yeah, yeah. No, I go go you, on. I'm not being disrespectful, bro. I'm not being disrespectful. I'm just <laughs> no, saying maybe the time of a DP Vela is dwindling away. Not oh, his legacy. Not what he's doing anyways, in the end of the year. Right? Not 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 his legacy. Vela is Vela. He was all. Yeah. He was going to be respected for LAFC forever. 
he possibly deserves some type of memorabilia statue or something because he did bring us that cup that he promised us. It's been great years, but as a DP, it might not be that anymore. It just, he sort of was not there for this type of game. And this is when we need him to be there. Just my opinion. Al, what do you think before I get you out of here? Well, I mean, uh, the passion should come before you throw your armband on the ground. So in that moment, I saw passion finally from him when he realized he's like, dang it. Like I should have, I could have done more and I don't want to come off. So I don't see this him being disrespectful. I just see his being just mad that he subbed 100%. off more of mad that he okay. didn't do anything. And, he, and I think he still believes that he's capable of it. But as you get older and your, your body doesn't do the things that you want, and you're not as quick. So I know he just needs to facilitate more. And, and yeah, next yeah. year, if we can get him on the TAM deal under a million, where we can buy down yeah. some of that. I'd take him for one more year for out of all the things he did. He deserves a statue. He's MVP. He scored the most goals in a single yeah. season as MLS he player. He's got two supporter shield and MLS cup. So he's a club That's legend right. forever. Yeah, forever. Yeah, yeah. And his, we'll his never contract. forget that. Al, thank you so much for coming here and joining yes, us, sir. man. We appreciate you stopping by and giving us your perspective, dude. And have a good time at this uh, at the Angel City game. Thank yeah, you, man. Thank you for having me. Take care, you guys. Right, Later. Go ahead, Eric. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I, I was going to say, you know, with Vela, his uh, his contract's up at the end of, end of the season, and then there's a one-year club option. So, you know, we we have to the end of, end of 23, and at that point, the club can decide what they want to do with it, you know. So that's going to yeah. kind of get resolved. Um, but I did want to say one thing before, but the, the tack – oh, sorry, go go on, Salsa. There's no, a tack- no, no, Vela, but whenever it's ready, I just want to say – and, and this goes back to the game, you know, a big issue – that I saw throughout the tournament is how much did Opoku, Buke, and Bogus contribute to the offensive output of this team, you know, and, and I did look at the statistics, Boanga ended up with the golden boot, whatever you want to call it, but he took the most shots in the entire tournament, okay? So there's a correlation there. You shoot on goal, you're going to get some goals if you're good, and he is, right? But between the three of them, none of them seem to be ready to be a replacement for Carlos Vela in terms of a last pass, in terms of some of the other things that he does on the field, maybe outside of a scoring production. And that's what I was going to say. I think the ideas that the front office have had for about nine months now in bringing young guys to develop, to take over the Vela, has not worked. Other than Denis Boanga, it has not worked. The young guys are still trying to show what they came for. And, and I am concerned about that. I've brought up more than once in this podcast. I'll say this. Opoku brought the heat. The other two did not really bring it for me. Um, but I, I felt the energy from him. Gaston, uh, I want to hear from you. Consistent. I want to hear from Sorry, you about Carlos Vela. And I'm going to bring Ivan and he's going to follow you. But I want to hear what you think about Vela right now. Uh, well, um, I, I love Carlitos. Uh, he is probably my, my second favorite player uh, after Diego Rossi. Um, but yeah, his, his final was, was terrible, terrible in, in both games. Uh, he was uh, pretty much non-existent. And uh, the thing is, I don't, I don't fully blame him. Uh, I think that uh, in the first game, when he was playing more as a nine, uh, you were you were killing him. Uh, he is not capable of of, of fighting against uh, a three at the back uh, from Lyon with uh, incredibly strong and physical players. He's no longer that that guy who can uh, dribble past uh, three guys with speed. No, he he can't. And um, 
in in the second game uh, i mean it's it's the thing with uh, with carlitos if he's in the game if he's uh, uh, connected to it he's the best player on the pitch by far but you could see it uh, in in his set pieces for example they were uh, terrible and uh, i mean I, I i don't think that bella should be uh, out or that we should let him go because are you making him even a DP even next even year? if he... what sorry are you making him a dp next year um I, I don't know what the terms of the contract extensions are if, if it is as a dp i would because okay. um even even though vela isn't at his best uh, there are not many players in the league who are better than this fair. Carlos Vela. Fair. And current That's Carlos Vela. How many players are, are better than him? Uh, None. Less than I mean, 10. not many. Not so, many. I mean, there are no, some, so but yeah. not many. There are some, yeah, of course. Hanin Mukhtar, yeah. Tiago Almada, of course. Yeah. But yes. it's not it's many. Just, and, and he's and, had and, good and games in play. the league, right? He's not yeah, all of shit. He's got some decent... So I, I would games. I would renew his contract for sure, yeah. I think I think there's going to be more of a I think there's going to be more of a long-term perspective at this because the other thing is, right, like, you know, he came in as a quarter piece for Bob Bradley. He's kind of was a number 10 who played at the right wing, you know, and is Trundolo's style moving forward? Is that really what he wants to get out of his, his team? Does he want like a guy like that playing in that spot or does he want to have like a whole different attacking concepts with different types of players as, as opposed to like this facilitators? I always wonder, you know, if, how well does Carlos really fit into what Trundolo's scheme ultimately at the end, like what what his peak Trundolo is? Maybe he fits, maybe he doesn't. I don't know. Um, Ivan, what's up, man? I know you have a lot to say about all this. I want to hear what you have to say, and then we're going to bring in Edward. I'm going to add Edward into here to this chat. But come on, Ivan, let's hear it, buddy. What's up, guys? Thank you for having me. I mean, I'm, I'm ready for this rant. I am ready. <laughs> yeah, be good. I'm an, I'm a fan. That's kind of I was saying with Gaston. I'm not gonna give you. Maybe by the time we reach the next final, I like I can have a more cold Level perspective. Head. But I think the worst part as a fan, um, I brought my girlfriend and then she was crying. So I was like, my voice has kind of gotten to because I was yelling, and I was like, she and she looked at me like, we need some answers. I don't know what 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 can we do. And usually like because I'm really like involved with the team and. I'm looking at stuff and I'm like, we're, we're going to get through this. I think they're going to bring in uh, a, few, a few midfielders. They're going to change up the line. And then, But in my head, I was like, I, I don't think they got answers. So similar to like, like when Gaston was at a certain point in the game. And I think some people around me, I saw kids with their jerseys. Like they were looking at the Leon fans celebrate. And then I was like, fuck. Like, it's tough to be, a, to be a fan. I mean, I love the sport regardless. Um, Another thing for me was that I just hate how they overtook the stadium. I hate how they had an opportunity. We had an opportunity to, to shut at least that vote, that 12th person, right? And I don't think we did that. Uh, they did us a disservice. I think by they it can be a lot of factors. It can be, uh, you know, the ticket sales. It can be people um, really wanting to see Liga Emekis in the U.S. Um, and I, as, as a fan, I always try to be like, okay, what's next and what's like coming up? I'm excited for MLS Cup. I'm excited for all of this, but this is something that has a different flavor, right? This is something that I almost compare it to like, if you're watching, if you're like in high school and then you, you're playing like high school teams and then you go up in like college and you're like, 
fuck, this is a different level. And now we got to go back to watch high school games. I'm not comparing this to like high school games, but that feeling that you get, it's like, I was like, oh, okay. But I'm again, I'll support, I'm so good at games. Um, And to like the the Carlos Vela point I wanted to touch on, Liga MX loves, and Mexico loves Vela, regardless if they boo him, regardless, he is the best prospect since the last 15 years of any player. And there's no player that is reaching his level. So as a coach, like Ramon, I guarantee you he was watching tape. The players are watching tape. They, they were three manning him in certain positions. Again, you can't ask a lot from a player that is super guarded. And that's when other players, I think, could have shine a little better. Or just, okay, that, that player's marked. Let me get through here. Let me throw something at people. I don't even know what I'm saying. But all I'm, I'm going to say is, like, this is why victory is sweet in soccer. This is, this is the moment where you realize, like, Man, winning is so important because you go through these moments and you understand that when a win happens, you remember these losses. You remember how you feel. I'm not going to forget this. I don't know if I'm ever going to forget it. I don't know if I'm ever going to stop feeling this way. Um, Just because of the fact that we had a good run. I think the teams that we faced were relatively approachable in the games, right? Maybe Philly at one point. but um, Vancouver. (laughs) I mean, I'm not going to berate other teams, but just in terms of that, we didn't get to face like, I mean, after the scoreline, we could have we could have ran into trouble, whatever. But I think that this is an opportunity where like, I don't know what next year is going to look like. I don't know what three years are going to look like, but I'd rather be here in CCL final talking about this and having a conversation like 2020 where we're missing like, uh, you know, headers in, in the box against, um, that, was it Vancouver 2020? We, were, we missed the three-point line, but... I'd rather be here than be missing playoffs. Again, sucks. I don't like it. I'm going to wallow in my pain. I'm going to feel this pain for as long as I can, and then we'll move on. But the worst part is when you're impotent, you can't help people around you, and you have to kind of be like that that shining armor. Like, like they're looking at you. Like, people are looking at me like, hey, I mean, you, you always tell me, like, what's happening? is like, and Matt is like, I don't know. I don't know what to do. There's a certain point mm-hmm. where I just sat there with my arms crossed, and I watched them celebrate the – and I watched our LFC fans. I wanted to see who stayed. I wanted to see who was like leading like our players. And Bella was coming up and hugging every single player, every single player. Kialini was hugging every single player. Ilya was hugging every single player. So I'm faith. I have a lot of faith in those in that kind of leadership because that's when your leaders really come up, right? When those moments, because you can win and anyone can be a leader, but those are the moments. Well. Hey man, I hate that the uh, the girlfriend was crying. It just shows the passion of this club that we carry within not just us, but within our families. You understand what I'm saying? Like my wife, uh, you know, look, my wife and daughter went through on the LAFC stuff and came out and watched it with me just because they understood how big of a day. You know, we had an event to go to and my wife goes, no, I canceled it. I knew what today was, you know, and it shows the passion, bro. And that's what we are. That's what that's what we convey. Right. We are the pod of the people, of the supporters of LAFC Black and Gold. And that's how we formed. And that's what we are, man. We are passionate. We love this game. We are romantics and we wanted it to be a romantic thing for us to win this CCL and be the first triple. We wanted it. I believed it. I believed it in my soul. I have said it over and over and looked like a complete asshole. You know, I have said we could win five of these trophies looking like a complete asshole. <laughs> and I said we were only going to lose two games this year. 
looking like nobody gets mad at a homeless. asshole. <laughs> so it is what it is, man. But I won't take it back. No, because I still think we could have won all won all five. I do. I think if the line, if the stars aligned right for us, and we didn't have this many games in a packed way that we did, that we walk away with all five. But it's the time we, we talk about not putting the starters for the galaxy, or do we just do that later? Yeah, we're gonna do <laughs> no, that but for it, sure. It's, it's uh, but we got to hear what Edward has because to say. Because that's how you win the whole five, right? You play every yeah. game like there's no, no for tomorrow, sure. and you so don't this is what I want to do. Off. I want to hear what Edward has to say, and then if uh, Justin comes in, we'll hear from Justin. But let's hear what Edward has to say, and then we're gonna talk about the Open Cup and not playing the starters. So what's up, Edward? How's it going, man? Hey, what's up, guys? Thanks for bringing me up. Um, I'm disappointed, man. I'm, I'm sad that we lost. Like, I really wanted this one. You know, I felt like this was actually, to me, this was actually the most important cup because, you know, not only is it the Champions League, but it was going to be here in America. You know, how many how many more times is the final, the you know, the Club World Cup going to be in America? You know, so I thought we... We blew maybe a once-in-a-lifetime type of deal because, you know, with these World Cups, you never know if it's going to come back your way. Um, I just felt like they – I just felt like Leon was more urgent. You know, they were more ready. Um, they had a game plan, and they stuck to it. Um, they had our number. You know, they were more physical on every aspect of the game. Um, they were first to every single ball. Uh, they completely outclassed us. Um we did not look like the same team that we've been playing with all season. Um, again, I love Carlos Vela. I appreciate everything he's done for this franchise. He's a great player. But I personally just, I don't think he's that guy that we expect. I, I don't think he's the best player anymore. I think he's still one of the top players in the MLS, but as far as like the best player on your team, I don't think so. You know, I think that, Bawanga has kind of taken that place, and Vela has kind of taken taken a step back. Um, I don't want to say he's peaked, but it's looking like he's kind of peaked. Um, uh, I see why they they took him out. You know, he ran out of gas, and you know he just he wasn't bringing anything for us. You know, um, I thought the formation was bad. Um, I felt like if it's not broke, don't fix it. Um, yeah, we had a bad game, but I just felt like doing the five three two like it confused guys you know with the spacing and you know you can tell that on the goal like guys didn't know where to be like uh palacios he was nowhere to be found um Gallini, like he was ball watching and then when he realized what happened the ball was already in the back of the net uh palencia like he totally left the guy in the back post to run to the post or i don't know what he was doing on that play but he totally left the guy open, and that was another reason why we got scored on. Um, I just thought the communication wasn't good. You know, the, the lights looked too bright that day, and and Leon was just they, – they bullied us, man. They really bullied us. They, they showed us who they were that day, and they came for that revenge. And, you know, this is why I kind of wanted to play Tigris because I felt like maybe we would have had more passion to them because, you know, they kind of kicked us when we were down. So we kind of wanted that back, and – Leon kind of wanted more off our back than what we kind of wanted off of them. You know, I, I feel like we got fat and greedy and we're like, oh, we beat you. So we'll just beat you again. And it wasn't that wasn't what happened this time. And it really hurts because, you know, I know there's going to be more Champions League finals and, you know, we have more opportunities and stuff like that. But 
to be in America. This was this was a big ball drop for real. Wow, man. So honestly, you sort of hit me with that. I didn't realize that the CCL would be played in America. That is a, as you just said, that is a big miss. I mean, that's that's a pretty big deal. That would that would have been amazing, right? Um, okay, so to Celso's question and point, I want to go around the room. We're going to do this in a little round-robin type thing. Eric, I'm going to start with you. Celso, Gaston, Ivan, and then uh, Edward is going to come to you. Is it a big deal that LAFC in the Open Cup played the kids should they play the mixed bag or should they played um the starters eric you're muted sorry yeah this is something we talked about on our show two weeks ago and i finally found the clip today and pulled it out and uh basically you know what i i talk about is and this comes down to the san jose game before you know where the san jose game where we did play like a mildly rotated squad with our starters in I felt like our starters should have played in the U.S. Open Cup against the Galaxy. You know, a lot of people were concerned about injuries, but as as Gaston always says, you know, you play to win, and winning is the intensity. Like, you have champion, like, finals and derbies is more about intensity. These are the games where tactics kind of go out the window, and it just comes down to playing harder than the other team. And so I felt a derby would give us that same energy to play, you know, we, we would – because it's not just a normal game anymore. Now, now you're playing your rivals. And so they're going to play a game with more energy before they go to play Leon, who is it's also not a normal game. And so that way I felt like they could ease in and they knew every game was just going to be a complete battle. So I I would have – it could have been different. You know, I, that's that's what I would have liked to see. But, you know, they in, instead they, they sat, which Leon guys did too, and, and it was what it was. Yeah. And do you think that affected this game? Well, I mean, hindsight 2020, I guess if we tried something different, maybe we get a different result at the end of this game. But, you know, we, it, I, it's very abstract to deal with. So, um, but okay. it, it couldn't have hurt. Look, right. I, so, so. I, I, think, I think if you think about the guys that were already out, you could have maintained those guys out and put a mixed lineup and said, this is the healthiest lineup I can put and not come up with the second LAFC team and completely ignore the Open Cup. I disagree with, with that assessment. I said it before. You could have gone your mixed lineup. It would have, Jakubovic could have played, and basically the mixed lineup that you had against SKC, which was not your best lineup because of all these injuries, could have played in the Open Cup and would have given us better a, a better feel, right? Even if we had taken the L, because we said, like, you know what? He had some injuries and then two harsh games coming up, and this is the best lineup he could have managed it. But it was clearly an oversight, and he basically, you know, he, and I really should say the, the, the coaching staff as a group, decided that none of those guys would play that tournament anymore. And I do believe that that was wrong. And I don't think, looking back now, if they had the chance, and we're never going to ask that question, right, they would do the same thing. They probably would try to at least put a lineup that wouldn't allow the rival to now be in the driver's seat to be in the CCL before we are the next year. Reversal of roles just happened in two weeks. They got rid of their person, right? They, they got Will Kuntz. The, they, they can sign some guys apparently after the, the, the window closes, which is crazy. So here comes the Galaxy ready for CCL 2024, and, and we may be watching from the couch. Gaston. 
Yeah, well, I'm I'm gonna agree with uh, Alan's comment on on YouTube. I don't think that really playing our starters in the Open Cup game would have changed much. Uh, of course, I always want to win derbies. Uh, I always want to beat the Galaxy for sure. But um, if if we would have won yesterday, we weren't uh, talking about this. So. Um, uh, in, in, in Spanish, there's this expression which is uh, hablar con el diario del lunes, which would be something like we are talking, uh, knowing the outcomes. So, Monday I mean, morning quarterbacks, baby. It, 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 yeah, Monday. That's it. Uh, I, I learned that recently in my classes, but I forgot. <laughs> yeah, I got but, you, buddy. Uh, yeah, it, it's not fair. It's not fair, honestly, uh, to blame the, the, the coaching staff for playing the kids. Um, I was also really excited to see some minutes from Nathan Ordaz, uh, Christian Torres, uh, Mateus Maya. Like there are, there were some some bright spots from that game. Um, so yeah, we uh, being completely honest with you, we've never been a, a cup team, so I doubt we would have won the the Open Cup either way. So um, yeah, now now oh. we are out of of two competitions. Uh, and it sucks, but uh, we could, if if we were uh, the Champions League champions now, uh, we wouldn't really care about it. So I, I cannot really blame uh, Cherundolo. But, but I, I blame not, him for not, right? for how and he for how he set not. the team. Sorry, we are not. And that's the point. No, yeah, yeah I know, but uh, you couldn't have predicted it. Uh, the game, the day before the game against the Galaxy. Um, yes, it, it, it's football. It's it's soccer. It, it is le what it is. And uh, now we've got League Cup. We've got uh, the regular season. We've got the Campeones Cup, and there's the MLS Cup. So uh, there's still a plen uh, plenty, plenty cups to play for. And uh, I hope that now we take every competition uh, with the seriousness and the respect uh, they deserve. Because now we are not in a position to to play the kids or to don't care about something. We 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 lost already two shots. There are still some more in the in the back for us, but uh, you know we we gotta give our best. No more resting when it's not needed, or no more no more uh, playing the second team unless I don't know we've got. Uh, 15 players injured, <laughs> which hopefully doesn't happen. <laughs> Ooh, guess on hit me with the low one right there, saying that we aren't a, a cup team. I mean, that hurts to hear, bro. It really I mean, does. We, you know, we, we you see, so you see his point. Losing, uh, MLS Cup. Uh, we right. are not a cup team. Yeah, no, you, you, you see his point. Video. You see his point, and it breaks your heart a little bit as I'm sitting here draped all in LAFC gear looking like a goddamn moron in my house burning up in Hawaii in the 90-degree weather sitting here just trying to say, no, we are. I'm, I'm dramatic over this right now, Gaston, and you're going to tell me, nope. We ain't no cup team. We got lucky to win the MLS Cup. It hurts my heart a little bit, but I get what you're saying. It takes a lot for us to deep dive deep down. We had to pull Gareth Bell out in, in the final minutes to score to win the championship because sometimes the, this team walks in feeling like we are such Billy badasses and that we have everything in our hands and we exactly. just play a little nonchalant. Very L.A. nonchalant, like, we will get this. 
and we cannot be like that when you play a Liga MX team. Ivan, what's up, man? Let me hear what you got. It's a very nuanced conversation. I think it really comes down to, again, it was a draw. It really came down to if we did not draw Carson Galaxy, mm. if we would have had the same like ideologies now of like, yeah, we should have gone for it. If, if it was Colorado or whoever, I think Salt Lake, I don't mm-hmm. know if you would be thinking like we gave up the cup. We probably would have put in put in different players. I don't know, but I think that that piece. I think the other pieces. I don't understand the contract. Maybe Dolo has said since the beginning is like I'm not going to go for open cup. That's going to be something that we just kind of have in our, you know, in our pocket. And if it happens, it happens. Um, mm-hmm. I, I do think that. Maybe like we we talked the negative about like oh it, it threw threw away a cup now we threw away momentum and like uh, for a game potentially that could have helped us for a final, but I do say if players come out it's because of that game it's because of the Monterey Bay FC game because we're gonna have talent that we can potentially pick from who's to say maybe they all <laughs> suck in ten years but maybe one or two players I I can guarantee I think at least one or two are gonna come out of that and we're gonna see like. Five, 10 years wearing the captain LAFC armband. And I think that is kind of like priceless, right? So I would rather throw a couple away to have a couple of those, like, what do we call them? Those canteranos in Spanish. I don't know how to say it in English, but people that were uh, homegrown. Yeah, the homegrown, homegrown talent. Homegrown. Yep. Yeah. Bryce Duke. Okay. <laughs> I know. Bryce Duke was homegrown. Uh, right? He's doing Edward, really well in Montreal. Let me hear what you think about the Open Cup and how we played. Um, the 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 kids over the starters and would have would have it made a difference? Um, I understood it because of the urgency of wanting to win like the Champions League and MLS. Um, I hate to give mixed opinions, but I'm all about professionals playing every single game. Like you're getting paid to play the game, you know you shouldn't be complaining about playing too much. Like I understand, you know, you're not wanting to risk injuries, but I feel like even throughout sports history, like the more you rest the guy, the more chances of him getting hurt than him actually playing every game, keeping his body active and preventing, you know, injuries. Um, I, you know, like I said, I hate to give mixed opinions. I would have sat the guys too, because I wanted my guys healthy, you know, through sports, anything can happen. So, you know, I love to be, I love to be safe, but sometimes when you're safe, you can be sorry at times. So, um, I don't think he was wrong necessarily in that, you know, plus to give the young guys experience, you know, it's all about experience, but, um, yeah, as far as them playing in the open cup, like, yeah, I, I wasn't against it. Um, I, I want to ask you guys another question. I don't think Justin's going to make it. So this is what I want to ask you guys. High take. If we don't win the MLS cup supporter shield, is it, is this, is this a dumpster fire of a year for us? I'm going to start with you, Celso. I'll go to Gaston, Ivan, Edward. I'll end with you, Eric. And on top of that, I do want to know one more thing on top of that. Is this a failure? And did Dolo get out coached, which was the common theme of yesterday's spaces after the game? Everybody was, oh, Dolo got out coached. I want to know what you guys think. And then I want to also know, is this a dumpster fire if we don't win MLS Cup? I, I don't I don't love the outcoached aspect of of this. I think it was just a series of unfortunate events. You've played a very bad team in a very tough spot. 
and mm-hmm. you actually came out of that game with a pretty good, you know, in a pretty good situation, right? It was just a one-goal deficit, coming home with short rest, uh, and you had an opportunity to, if you didn't tie the game, you won the one game, right, to at mm-hmm. least have a chance in extra time. So I, I felt that he did what he could. I did not understand the formation change to to three back while so we've five, seen five, how much two, of three. him playing with the three back, right? I, we've never seen this, and this is the biggest game of your career, and you decided to test a new formation. I thought that was mismanagement. I did see that as mismanagement. Outside of that game situation, they got an early goal on a counter. Johnny Mack kind of like, you know, again, I'm going to give it to Johnny Mack. He was the best goalkeeper of the tournament. But at the very same time, a series of unfortunate events. Club Leon took it after 180 minutes. But did they get out coached? I don't know, man. It's 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 harder for me. So I'll I'll start I'll stop there. You had another question there, but I, I end up going with the coach. No, is it, is this a dumpster fire year if we don't win MLS? Well, fuck yeah, it is, man. Absolutely, okay. I'm so sorry because is. you know yeah, if you already is. got rid of if you like really don't get the MLS Cup and forget the supporter shield. I really don't believe we can get to Cincinnati at this point. They're looking solid, and the East is a joke, right? So you you're you're running against something that is bigger than you. So if you cannot get to the supporter shield. You now have to travel perhaps to Cincinnati, right, to play them in the finals. Or you have to go see Jim Curtin, one of the two. So it it doesn't look good to me right now, but we've seen this team go on runs. We haven't seen what's going to happen in the transfer windows, and that's that's really going to matter, right, more than anything else. And they need to bring a big game, and there needs to be a deep run into the playoffs resulting in some hardware. And CCL birth. CCL birth to me can, is the bare still, minimal. And I was, I'll I still end with think that. that we can, a CCL birth is the minimal. We can still win the CCL, man. We're just, I mean, the uh, not CCL, we, the supporter shield. We're just a lot of games behind. You know, we have to, I, a lot I, of games Exactly. To so up. it's hard to even say because we're kind of yeah, out of hard. it with four games. But yeah. we're going to see what kind of team will show on Wednesday, right? right. Is it going to be a flat team that say, oh, I can't do this? And then we're going a four game like tie streak with one loss in the middle. Right. And then suddenly we're in like fifth, right? Trailing and, people by nine. That's a challenge and, to overcome. In probably more and like, your, yeah, more like even and, like same third, but no more games in hand. We have five games in hand on, on yeah. first right now. And a lot of those games are going to be double weeks, which is going to put a little bit more pressure on LAFC as opposed to the other teams only had one game a week to recover, blah, blah, blah. Gaston, what's up, man? Let me hear what you think. Is it a dumpster fire, and did Dolo get outcoached? I'm going to start with with Dolo. I think that he was outcoached in the first game. Uh, The first game was uh, a complete masterclass from Laracamon and and Leon, and uh, we, we were completely dominated um yeah we, we got a fantastic well not fantastic we got a good result with the 2-1 but we should have lost by at least three goals and then no one could have complained um mccarthy was incredible we were lucky that that third goal from leon was disallowed pretty polemic uh review um we were being outplayed in, in every aspect of the game uh on the wings chiqui palacios had to face like three four different players at the same time then um, Ilie uh tillman and sifu looked lost and w- with um leon's two midfielders and uh mena 
uh, almost as a as a uh, link between the midfield and and the attack. Um, uh, we, we didn't have any other solution than throwing long balls and praying for Buang or Vela to do some magic. We were completely outplayed. Uh, then in the second game, I sort of understood what Dolo tried to do with the five at the back. Um, in, in my opinion, he tried to almost mirror the Lyon's team. He tried to copy their tactics to to uh, overcome those um, th those um, parts of the pitch in which we were dominated in the first game. Um, and and being honest, in the first 10, 15 minutes, it worked. I mean, we were we were playing uh, some some nice football. Uh, the best we played in the whole finals was in in those first 15 minutes of the second game. Then uh, Leon's goal came, and and, and we just uh, disappeared from the from the game again, and we couldn't come back. Um, then I I think that Dolo did the right thing in the second in the second half, uh, going back to the four three three and uh, putting uh, Opoku and Sifu on the pitch. Uh, probably I would have preferred Tillman instead of Sifu, but that's more of a personal issue, not tactical. And mm. uh, yeah, Leon uh, played the, the more defensive. Uh, we couldn't find solutions in the attacking third, but that's not necessarily a, a, a tactical issue that's more of a, a play style um, a chemistry between the players so um, I think that Cherundolo was completely bullied in the first game not in the second uh, I think that he was solid and then um, on, on the second question uh, MLS is a, a league so so different to everything I've, I've seen in my life that um, getting to the to the finals is so hard. Uh, you gotta play a forty regular season, uh, forty games in the regular season, and then you can be out losing one game, uh, one bad game in in the playoffs. Uh, so um, honestly, the the odds of winning the the MLS Cup aren't that high, considering. Uh, that factor one bad game you're out and all your season uh, goes to, to the trash can games of mm. course to, now in, in this season we've got the um, the first round which is like best of three or something right. like that yeah which, it's gonna be a little gives best us of three a, so you gotta win that that back game yeah. so that you don't force the third game they've done that before you're absolutely right but i mean uh, I, I don't think that if we if we go trophyless of of course it's a failure but i don't think it's something to uh, destroy the the club and the project and the process we're we're going through, because MLS is such a such a tough league, um, and and uh, so unpredictable. Because right now we are in in, in a good spot. Uh, in in two months we can be uh, eighth, and then uh, we we have a good run at the end of the regular season and we are second and and we win the thing. You're saying it's very true. You got to be towards the top, so you do have that yeah. 
home so, field I advantage, mean, at least towards Yeah, it's all about how you end the regular season. So, right. Like, um, you don't want to play in Austin. In, 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 you know what I mean? You want, you want that game at home because it's a completely yeah. different game. Like, right? Austin's on the Austin's on the in the dirt, man. They're in so much <laughs> in the mud. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, I'm just using Ivan, last up, year's uh, Western Conference as an example. Yeah, Ivan, so uh, what, what, what do we think? Is it a double yeah. fire of a year? And uh, did, did uh, Dolo get out coached? I think the main thing is we need to make CCL next year. I don't know how it's it's that's going to be the answer. The answer would be supporter shield gets you that MLS Cup will get you that. If we don't get one or the other, it's a failure. And with I think the the main thing, yeah, I think the out coaching was it's definitely a factor. We release we have certain players that have I guess. You call it the, the gamesmanship, right? We can say other words, but I think we needed that in the first game. We needed players that had – I'm not going to say waste time. I'm not going to say flop. There's different things you can do in a game to make that that game insufferable for Leon, where they're at home and we just like – they kind of looked like they were frozen. I know they weren't, but they, they looked a little frozen. You, you give them what they were giving us in the 70th minute yesterday. And the they were doing it even in the 30th minute, right? And I think that's something that it's not on the coach. It's on the players where you have to read the room. Murillo has that. He didn't play. Chicho had that. He's not in our team anymore. Uh, Chiki had that, but he can get too uh, overly emotional. I don't, we need more South American players. I guess that's the answer to have that grit. And not only South American players have that, but it's, it's a common, like, theme yes. of players that, yeah thank you <laughs> but if you look at Me- i don't know Mexico- what we're doing at east <laughs> european fc over there i'm i'm sorry i have look, to say it i agree we went sorry. We lack, that and i didn't understand why when your whole fan base is latino why are we doing this we don't Mexicans like the Latin love Americans Brazilians. anymore sorry yeah, I, yeah. I had this in my chest for a long time i was waiting for someone else to come in and talk about this Go ahead. No, yeah, it's crazy. Well, if you look at the Leon Keep it for me, no. No, I want any – I said in the chat, any Damn Brazilian it. at this point, right? But, like, there's only four Mexican starters in Leon on Sunday. You know where all the other players are from? They're from, they're from Argentina. They're from yeah, – Argentine scored the goal. I saw <laughs> that. I'm like, Ecuador. oh, my God. It's so it's, – and you see their, their, their physicality on the field. They're not mm-hmm. bigger than our guys. I mean, some are. And they, out, they, they were out, like, moving them. They were – throwing their body there was a point where they threw Murillo off his line just with the with with the with the, with the shoulder press I think South American players I love how they play I love their like and they're also very creative players they have ways to find to find the, a win to find a goal to find a, a, a defensive move that people don't think of a lot of that magic in soccer overall is we're missing that in the world stage obviously because they want to play very structured I like chaos and I like South American players but Gamesmanship, Shehauser, uh, we needed that first game. Not all on Dolo. Yeah, we're getting, I was going to say quickly, we're getting a lot of that through the Spaniards, right? So we do have some of that influence, um, but it's it's a lot more ordained. And again, it, it, maybe an Isco, like it would actually fit well there. Um, it's a guy that I think could fit well with some of the existing players. Culture does matter if you're bringing a, a midfielder from that country. I think creating these national national clusters do work and do help because you know there is something outside of this player's life, right? It's not just soccer. 
Um, thanks, Ivan, for that. And good, yeah, that good perspective great. right there also. Uh, so, so uh, Edward, what's up, man? And then, Eric, you're going to finish this off, and we're going to go. We're, we ran over our yeah, hour, of course, over. but we got to let everybody finish up. So let's hear what let's you got, it. Edward. Um, so, yeah, I, you know, I would love to win both, um, the Shield and the MLS Cup. Um, personally, I think the Supporter Shield, it's just for the pride. MLS Cup is for the history books. So, you know, if I had to choose, I would say the MLS Cup. Um, just because it's, it's more behind it, you know. Um, as far as, you know, I want to second you guys is, you know, bringing in some South American guys. You know, I think we need that kind of that physicality, guys that know how to, you know, play in those games where it's a 90-minute rock fight. You know what I mean? You guys not, know how to get down to the ground, get gritty and grindy. Um, I think Dolo did get outcoached. Um, I felt like he did something like, I don't even remember the last time we've ever we played a five back. Like it just, it was really confusing. Like I felt like he, I felt like he had, he had a game plan in the first game and because that didn't work, he was going to try to piggyback off whatever the Leon coach was going to do. And that's exactly what he did. Um, I'm never a fan of the five back ever. Um, I was completely confused why he played Cellini like this guy hasn't played since April 8th against Austin and you know he's he's been inactive you know in the most important game you know you got to have guys that are ready so for your coach not to know that the guys that certain guys are ready for the biggest game of the season is a little worrying you know because he kind of threw Cellini in the game expecting him to be you know maybe the guy from Juventus and you know he's definitely not that guy anymore but um, as far as that, so yeah, he did get out coached. Um, at the end, I just want us—I want us to win this MLS Cup because if not, it is a complete failure. Um, complete failure for Edward. All right, Eric, you're the last right. one. Let me hear what you got, man. All right, I'm gonna start it off with the tactics and uh, and and Chirundolo. I I do, you know, I, I hear everybody with the uh, the three center backs, but a couple things, you know, for me the three center backs didn't bother me as much. I understood what Chirundolo was trying to do. If you look at the last few games, also he's been starting to use the idea of Ilya dropping back into center back and pushing the wing backs forward. So it's not like this three in the back is a completely alien notion. However, in the case of this, if we look at the first Leon game. Oh, I didn't know. I had been telling everybody in the chat, Leon's Leon went and they started doing double and triple switches like really fast. And our team was playing very narrow. So they would all move to the right side, move to the left side, back to the right side. And then they would switch it back over and they would isolate Hollingshead one on one with nobody within 25 yards of them. Just Hollingshead, the attacker and the goal and everybody else gone. They would do this to Palacios as well, but not to the same effect. But they did it to Hollingshead three or four times. And so they were exploiting this area right along the sidelines. And so they went to three back to take that away so that when they isolate Hollingshead or Palencia right back, he's going to have a center back who can come in and support. You know, What this did was this gave away the midfield. There was no more moving the ball, no more controlling the midfield, which the gambit the first game, our midfield wasn't able to do much anyway. So whether we do... No midfield action with three guys or two guys, I guess, you know, he, he wanted to sacrifice that. But if you do that, you have to move the ball up the flanks. And they didn't let us move the ball up the flanks. So they basically, when we made that adapt, adjustment, they adjusted and they stopped us going up the sides. We moved the ball to the middle and turn it over. And it, so to me, it was a complete coaching masterclass. I think for Chirondolo, Chirondolo just 
this is one experience. And here's the thing to remember, Trundle, he, he was a rookie coach last year. You know, he had his year with the lights, but he's a very, very young coach. He, he still, you know, just like young players, they're going to have their off days. And he had his off days leading up to this. It is a whole coaching staff. So that's kind of that in the game. We, it was complete tactics. Even if we had a better team, if we had more salary cap, Larkamon was going to beat our team because we just had inexperience on our side and we came into a little naive. And so that's it. I, I think Dolo won't let that happen again. I hope not. And if he does, it's on him as a coach. All right, the last thing. Um, what makes this a failure this year? I am I am along with everybody else. It is CCL. Making it to the CCL is a push. If we don't make the CEL, that means we don't get anything and absolute failure. We also have the League's Cup. League's Cup also gives a berth to the CCL. I will take the League's Cup victory, if nothing else. I do think it would be cool to win the first thing. But as Gaston said, which you know, is another one. We aren't really a tournament team, are we? Like we, we never get to the end of tournaments. So we're more of a grinder. We are going to, we are going to struggle to catch up in the supporter shield. So the boys are going to have to work if we're going to get a CCL bird. We even got bounced on the last one at the, against America, the fake one at SoFi. We even got bounced on that on the penalty <laughs> kicks. I just Look remember that. Penalty kicks, <laughs> yeah, penalty. But that's okay, <laughs> man. The energy <laughs> was good. The energy was good. Okay, so th this is my little spill now. This Come on, man. I appreciate all you coming. All right, we've been here an hour and 12 minutes. I appreciate Al stopping through. Ivan, Gaston, Edward, Celso, Eric. I appreciate you guys here. I appreciate all the people that joined us here. Um... LA is black and gold, baby. This is what we do, right? I'm the cheerleader. I'm the guy that's always going to be. This is how we started, right? I was a Bob in guy trying to tell everybody, stop it. Don't start it yet. I even seen a fuck. Bob, don't, I, I, I said, I no, don't start, bro. Don't start already with the dolo out. <laughs> don't start. Okay, listen. You all have points, and I see every bit of it. That's why I like to do this part. I like to hear what you guys say because then I get to make up my mind, right? And I think you all have a great part of, 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 your, of your argument, right? I think Gaston's talking truth. We have a hard time winning tournaments. Facts, right? But I do think, Eric, you have a great point. Dolo didn't even have a, have a, a, a head coaching job. He comes in and look what he did his first year. I trust Dolo. He might have made some difficult decisions with People not being 100%. We know Acosta wasn't 100%. We know Kalini wasn't 100%. But those are the guys that were going to give us the better the better option. Maybe it wasn't the best option to do a 5-3-2, uh, 5-2-3. But we had to try. If we didn't try, then we're saying, hey, he wouldn't even try anything to come out of his wheelhouse. Right? So at least we have a guy that's willing. To Celso's point, why are you going to try it on the final, though? I get it. So you all have great points, and I appreciate you sharing it with me. I feel like I learned a little bit more today that I didn't know yesterday. And so to, for that, I appreciate it, right? But this is all we can do. We can only look forward now. We can only go for MLS Cup and Leagues Cup. To Eric's point, it would be great if LAFC was the one to win Leagues Cup first. It will always be that we won that cup first. But it will also be awesome if we can win MLS Cup twice in a row, something that hadn't happened in a long time. LASC has the opportunity to do, to do that. I still believe in my heart that we still can pull off the Sporter Shield also. 
So I'll say we just rally up. We try to win all three. We don't sit any of our guys. We play our starting 11 when it, when it, when it really matters. To Gaston's point, we need to see the young guys at points, but we don't need them to play in the times that it matters. Yeah? We got we to gotta prioritize. If it's a Leeds Cup that has to go, uh, a, a league cup, uh, not the cup, the, league, the, the game in the league that we have to put out for a Leeds Cup, it is what it is. But let's just prioritize the right way and not make these little blunders. That's all it is. You know, that's all it is. Each coach is going to have a problem. Dello didn't get out coached. It just wasn't his day. It is what it is. Leon showed up. They've had decades to try to win this tournament, and they didn't. So LAFC's been there twice. We only missed it twice. Yeah, that's twice, and it hurts. But we're going to come back. We're going to be there again. And LAFC will have this trophy in our case at some point. It will. I hope it happens while I'm alive, but it's going to happen. Okay? I'm just fucking around with you all, you guys, but I do appreciate you all being here. LA is black and gold. I thank you all for being here. It's time for me yeah, to man. take this dramaticness off. Hey, thank you all. I appreciate it. Give us a thumbs up on YouTube. It helps us out. Appreciate and um, Wednesday, Atlanta, we didn't even talk about it. Saturday, Houston, we didn't even talk about it. But Eric is going to be on a Houston podcast. We'll make sure we post it. Go and support our man. Make Let's sure go be loud on Wednesday. Love. Be loud. Um, but be loud on Wednesday. Let's don't let no one shut us out like they did for Leon. Not ever again in BMO Stadium. L.A., stay black and gold, baby. Let's go.